Hi, this is Beth Capici and welcome to the Never Perfect Podcast. I'm a psychologist and I believe that embracing the fact that no aspect of life is perfect actually makes us happier and healthier and motivates us to achieve more. It also helps us become more real and compassionate with ourselves and others. In my counseling office, I deal with a little bit of everything. So in this podcast, you'll also probably be hearing a little bit of everything. Not only professional advice, but also some of my favorite and least favorite personal stories. I'm also going to be interviewing people who are brave enough to share their stories with us. I believe that everyone has a lot to teach and a lot to learn, no matter what their background is. And in spite of their imperfections, you don't have to be perfect to be inspiring. Peachy, and I want to tell you a little bit about my new podcast called Never Perfect and explain a little bit about why I wanted to do this and who I am and how I work and what I'm hoping to accomplish. And I've been working on recording podcasts for several months and planning things, but these finishing touches, such as choosing a final title or making an introductory podcast really caused me some stress and overthinking and procrastination. And so I'm just going to bite the bullet and try to do the best I can to explain what I'm trying to do here, which is mostly to help people. And um, so because I'm a people person, I didn't want to introduce this alone. So I've chosen my husband, Remo, to be here to help facilitate this conversation and ask me some questions. And he's a very colorful character, very interesting person. He's from Scotland. So hopefully you'll like his accent as much as I do. And uh, he's making faces over here. But um, so let's just start and I will introduce you. This is Remo. Hello. We've been married almost 17 years and we met a little over 20 years ago. We have three kids. They are in middle school, mostly one's in early high school, one boy, two girls. And we have a dog sitting here with us who is seven pounds. He's named bear. And so if you hear any odd noises and sniffles, it's not me or grinding teeth. Um, so we just thought, you know, you are going to be hearing some imperfect noises in the background and we're probably not going to edit those out. So hopefully there won't be a whole lot of that, but so the grinding teeth might be me. <laughs> you might be the one grinding your teeth. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Remo, do you want to ask me some questions? Yeah, I, uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm thankful that you're finally getting this going because you've been trying to do this for a while. And I'm very proud of you that you've got this far. I just need to be, to instigate the rest of it and get it done. I so, need a little push just to kind of finish. Yeah, that's great. And I guess that's why I'm here. 
Um, it's definitely not perfect having the this scenario having me interviewing you. Um, I don't <laughs> think it's like well, I'm more than happy to do it, but I'm gonna call you out on some stuff. <laughs> um, so I know um what you do and how much you help people. So I mean, why why a podcast? Why why do you want to do this? I mean. Because, I mean, you, you do a lot already in your work and you help a lot of people. So why why the extra time and going the extra mile to do this? Great question. So I have been wanting to write some books over the years. I have a folder filled with book ideas, a manila folder, and I have it filled with notes and scribbles and ideas and you know, I have book titles that I've thought about and, you know, I just always thought someday I'll have time to write this book and share some things I've learned and experiences and pearls of wisdom and nuggets with people. And maybe I can help more people than just the clients I see every week Mm -hmm. and finding the time amidst a busy schedule of clients at work and running a small business and having three kids and a very demanding husband and (laughs) pets, um, you know, has slowed all that down. And then I started hearing more about podcasts and thinking maybe that would work better for me to just do little chunks of work. And, you know, instead of some huge 200 page book, just start talking and, that works well for me and my personality. I like talking. I like listening. And so I finally decided with, you know, even with COVID and just the struggles that so many people are going through and higher rates of anxiety and depression and suicide and family problems, domestic problems, drug and alcohol problems, people Mm -hmm. being more captivated at home, going to therapy is getting a little harder. People are more scared to go to an office. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, maybe this is the perfect time to start getting some stuff out there. And if it helps 20 more people a week, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. If it helps 20,000 more people a week, that would be amazing. But I have people call me all the time, clients, old friends saying, you know, my child's cutting my teenager's cutting, um, you know, I'm having marriage problems. What do I do? Um, my child won't go to counseling and, you know, so many parents that will talk to me to try to get help vicariously for their kids that won't come to counseling. And so I think that one of the purposes of this podcast, while obviously the big purpose is to help people, Mm -hmm but to get information out there to make it easy to listen to and interesting. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, and it's, um, I mean, for me, you know, um, the stigma of going to see a psychologist or something is, is probably not the same as a lot of people in America. And, mm-hmm. but I know there are still a lot of people out there that go, Oh yeah, no, I can't go see a psychologist. So maybe this would help as well. Right. I mean, yeah. Kind of, Say, you know what, these guys are not too too severe, you know, and, and they're really out there to help. Yeah, exactly. 
And there are people that will listen to a 30 minute or an hour podcast that might not read a self-help book or a book on, you know, just any topic, um, or they may not go to counseling and, or they may be trying to figure out if someone in their life has an issue. I've known people before that, you know, a family member thought they had anxiety or depression and they said, no, I don't. And then they hear the criteria for depression and they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize, yes, I guess I am depressed. And so I, you know, I don't know what people are going to think of or how they would describe this podcast after, let's say we just fast forward and there are 50 podcasts out there and we ask listeners, how would you describe this podcast or what is it about? And I want it to be a variety of like some of my favorite top 10 pointers. And Mm -hmm. a lot of time I won't be true to the top 10. I'll probably say like my top 10 plus or minus three of how to know if you're depressed or how to prevent depression or ways to combat anxiety and top 10 ways to improve communication, top 10 things, you know, or ways to use counseling. So just kind of like the cliff notes and some of the titles I've agonized over using were things like the tip of the iceberg off the top of my head, my two cents worth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a, a huge many pages of lists, you uh-huh. know, you didn't use any of the ones that I came up with. I know this. That's all right. Do you want to talk about some of your favorites? No, no. I mean, never perfect is perfect for you. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. No, I mean, it's, um, you know, because we're not, you know, right. Um, the final mile, you know, I was like, yeah, where the rubber meets the roads. No, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, and some of my favorite title options are kind of indicative of my purpose. Like sure. one of my top examples or store uh, of title options were learning from other stories, struggling through. You didn't like that one. I think mm-hmm. a couple of people didn't like that one because they felt like it sounded negative. But in my mind, we are all pretty much struggling through life and we are in this together. In this together was one of my titles. Yeah, I don't know. There was a big there was a big thing. And a lot of people were like, you know, your title is important. And I'm like, you know, the information is important. And you could call it, you know, um, pots and pans, you know. Yeah. And as long as the information is good, then it should be okay. So. Well, and choosing a title is hard because you're trying to capture the essence of what you're going to be talking I about yeah. and characterizing what it's about. And I think that the theme of never perfect, I love it because I'm notorious for loving a book title and never reading the book. Hmm. <laughs> so I, but I just think that there's a lot of peace and freedom and really encouragement and embracing the fact that no one is ever going to be perfect you're not going to be good at everything. Your marriage isn't going to be perfect. Your kids aren't going to be perfect. Your job, your life, nothing about life is ever going to be perfect. And right. I think that alone can be healing to accept that and to have the freedom to be, to broadcast it to people. Like I'm not perfect. I, you know, I know th- psychologists and therapists who would probably be very reluctant to share their own struggles as a parent or as a husband or wife or 
you know, just as a person. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it just makes me human and it makes me real and it helps them say, hey, you can be real. Like, I'm not worried about losing clients because I tell them that I'm not the perfect parent and I'm not a great communicator in certain ways. I am as far as explaining my thoughts to clients and things, but as far as conflict and addressing, you know, difficult issues like that, disagreements, I'm not good at that. I'm a conflict avoider, you know, and so sometimes I'll tell people. Your whole family is. Yeah. My, my family of origin is, and, and we will get into this and, uh, Probably yeah, really. It's, it's, it's the traits, right? I mean, it's just yeah. Like, there's, a whole, there's a whole bunch of stuff you're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's answers to everything, you know. Um, and you, you, you do have a, a, a good um, practice, and I hear of some of the, the good things you do, and I've talked to people that you've worked with that you've you've helped a lot, and it's great. And I think it's a good idea, um, and the title is. You know, I mean, as much mm-hmm. as I thought it wasn't, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think it's not a bad title, no perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you sort of give it your stamp of approval. A little bit. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence about the last part of the title. But at this point, it is with an ADHD psychologist because I do have ADHD, which is attention deficit disorder. And it is one of my greatest strengths and one of my greatest weaknesses. So we can say that that's going to be kind of your style. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, you know, like creative and all over the place and thinking outside the box and I can go off on tangents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think some of my clients that appreciate my style of therapy or my style as a person, one of the reasons they like it or think I'm different than some of the people they've seen is probably my ADHD. Like I am creative. I like to brainstorm and I am a very sort of equal or egalitarian type of therapist where I'm like, you know, we're just here trying to figure this out together. Of course I have some expertise and experience that gives me some authority, but you are the ultimate authority and I'm not going to say that most of the time I know the definite answers. I'm just going to be in it with you trying to kind of right. hash it out. And we all have the answers, right? I mean, it's just been able to come up with them. Like we can all figure out the answers yeah, ourselves. Well, you know, a lot of us do common sense. I mean, psychology is, is a lot to do with common sense, being able to rationalize your thoughts and, and act the right way and, and do the right things. Right. For yourself. Um, so, um, what do you hope to get out of it? I mean, like, are you doing this? I mean, I, I don't, I don't see you ever doing anything for yourself. You know, like for your clients, you do put yourself out there a lot, and you do a lot of help. You're very people orientated. You, you know, when I first met Beth. Um, I was astounded at how many times she said yes. I was like, no, <laughs> you know, let's, let's not do that. You know? And I, I'm like, why did you say yes? And she goes, well, you know, it's just, I just think it would be nice. And I'm like, you know, I'll come all the way over for Scotland to see you. And um, I don't want to go see them. I'm not interested in seeing them. And so um, Beth was a very yes person. <laughs> 
was past tense. Yeah, uh, she's got better. But I mean, so what do you hope to get out of it? I mean, well, I mean, I definitely one of my biggest passions in life, if it's not obvious, is helping people. And but the irony about trying to help people is there is something in it for you as well. There's some, you know, it's very rewarding for me to help people. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'll be talking about this personality test called the Enneagram. That's spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. He's groaning just because he's probably tired of hearing me talk about personality tests and things like that. But I, you know, as I said before, I just want to help more people. And I don't think that I'm reinventing the wheel. Like a lot of what I'm saying will be out there in other ways. In fact, it's kind of laughable and comical how few podcasts I really have listened to myself. Right. And as I've been starting my own podcast, people have been sending me, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. And I've listened to like 10 times more podcasts the last three months than I've ever listened to ever. And that's not because I don't value that. It's a lot just being busy. Right. And, um, and, and also forgetting that I can turn on a podcast when I'm making dinner or doing dishes. And I am starting to do more of that mm-hmm. as well or taking a walk. But um, some of what I've heard on some of these podcasts, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's exactly what I tell people. And I right. love that. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of the things I'm going to be saying are going to be similar to what other people are saying, probably, right. but maybe just in a different way. And I do. I have my favorite two cents worth on a lot of things. I can't wait to share some of my favorite ideas and ways of spinning things. That might be a mm-hmm. good way to put it. Um, and one of them is like dating. I love to see light bulbs going off in people's head when I talk to them about dating and a way to approach dating. And mm-hmm. I'll give you a little sneak peek. One of my very favorite things to say to anyone is if you're worried about being single versus finding someone to be with, I say, you know, the worst thing that could ever happen is that you get to be with yourself for the rest of your life. Hmm. And that's pretty awesome when you realize how great you are and you come to accept yourself and the wonderful package of strengths and weaknesses that you have. And you start to really appreciate and value yourself. You can really start to enjoy life and enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you don't need anyone. Well, that's when people are going to come into your life. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're attracted. Oh yeah. If you're, if you, if you love yourself and you're very confident in yourself and you're going to give off that that energy and people are just going to want to be around you, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of people that you see yeah. that, um, that, you know, aren't confident and don't really have a very good self-image. And, and it's really, I think a lot of this, what you do stems from being able to love yourself and appreciate you for who you are. And yeah. Well, and if you, you know, I I guess I'm not going to be able to help myself, but sharing a few more of those ideas, but they are not just for the dating podcast. They're for anything. Right. And so. It's for everything. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people walking around that will say, oh, I'm I'm just half a person or I need someone else to complete me. Mm. And everybody loved that Jerry Maguire movie years ago where he said, you complete me. And that sounds so romantic, but it's really dangerous if you feel incomplete (laughs) to look for someone who's 
possibly and likely going to be incomplete as well, thinking that two halves make a whole. Mm -hmm. And that is the opposite. It's probably like two halves make a fourth. Um, But so I like to say that people that if you could realize that you on your own are like this amazing cake, like a pound cake, that is a complete cake. It's delicious. I'm a cake. (laughs) It needs nothing. And everyone can be this amazing cake that doesn't need anything else. But, you know, others are like, well, I have the eggs and the sugar, but I need the flour and the baking soda, you know, to be a full cake. Mm -hmm. But if you, once you realize that you are complete and satisfied and enjoying your life and very content, then you don't need anyone. But if you find someone worthy, then they're the icing on that pound cake. Mm-hmm. That's not necessary, but it's right. like a glaze, you know? And uh, sorry, that was the cat. We have a cat here that's decided to start playing. But yeah, I mean, I always think a cake can use something more. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, but, you know, as you said a minute ago, the best place to be is to be very content and happy on your own. And that's when you probably will find a really healthy relationship. It's a cat. Yeah, did I say that? Um, okay. Um, well, no, you just said that's when you'll find someone is when you yeah. are content. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, well, you complete me. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. Um, um, so, I mean, th- this is nice. I'm glad you're able to do this. I mean, we're just trying to get, uh, we get a little something out there to give you a sense of who Beth is. Uh, she's, an awesome lassie. She's <laughs> a wonderful mother, um, a very attentive wife, and you know, as busy as she is, and as busy as I am, um, and and this goes for everyone. Everyone's in the same boat. You know, I mean, it's we're no any different from anybody else. Well, and that was all very nice, and I really do appreciate that. But can you talk about some of my negatives and my weaknesses okay, since I, this yeah, is a I'll never perfect podcast? Yeah, I, I'll definitely, you know, um, if you want to invite me back into this, I'll, <laughs> I'll put the, I'll put the headgear on you and I'll get the gloves on. Yeah. And you know, Remo <laughs> is like me, he's willing to be honest. He doesn't like to pretend he's perfect. And we will both probably be getting on here and we'll be interviewing some couples that, are friends of ours or maybe, you know, people that are strangers that are willing to come and be interviewed. And we will talk about our marriage. Our marriage has not been easy at all. I think at times our marriage has been very average. Don't you think? Really? <laughs> I thought it was in the bod, but there we go. No, well. See, now this is, this is the end. Well, average is isn't bad. Maybe average isn't bad because average yeah. is common. We're still together. And, and never perfect is normal. So, <laughs> but, you know, maybe you and I can talk about our shortcomings as like me as a wife, you as a husband and our mistakes and our communication. Well, and a lot I mean, of those that's, that's to go with everything, you know, that people have three kids and they have, you know, we, we both work and, you know, you're moving from one spot to another with, with kids. Sounds like I you're making you can... excuses. Well, I'm not making I'm excuses, just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, um, I've got. Yeah, but I gave excuses. I'm teasing you after you said and, that yesterday. You know, you know, everything that you you talk about, there's a disorder behind it, you know. So, I mean, I'll use that as an excuse. Because <laughs> you told me I have several disorders. Maybe maybe one or two. 
<laughs> the truth Which I'm not hurts. really, you know, in agreements with, but. <laughs> it's denial. You're in the first stage of healing. Um, denial disorder. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, any way that we can model being real and saying, you know, here are our mistakes. Here's what we're learning. I think we can learn from each other and we can help each other. And, you know, people teach me things all the time. I certainly don't think, oh, I have so much to teach people. I think everyone has a lot to teach everyone. And our stories have a lot of power. And if we're brave enough to share our stories and share our struggles and share our weaknesses, I think we find that that encourages other people. You know, Mm -hmm. when mothers are real about low points in their parenting or couples are real about their struggles in marriage, then they start finding out, wow, like maybe our marriage isn't really that bad because most people are struggling and they go through highs and lows and you know, but if you don't ever talk about it, then you may not realize how many people are in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, our lives are dictated, you know, and you, you kind of let life dictate how you, you operate and, and instead you should be dictating life, you know, and, and yeah. um, thinking about it differently and, and appreciating the things that are, that you should be holding dearer. Yes. yourself and when we do because we're just too busy you know life's got us running around like headless chickens and right and um we're not stopping to really pay attention to the things that we should be um, yeah well so as far as the format of this podcast you know for me everything is a bit of a work in progress but is the best i can probably say is there will be I would like to have two podcasts a week and one of them might be kind of me sharing my favorite top 10 about a topic. And, you know, if we can get organized enough to have listeners make requests or ask questions or email topics, we could, you know, I could address a specific topic that someone is asking me, but I have countless topics that I would like to share either client stories about or, share my top 10 pieces of advice for understanding something or how to work through something, how to improve on something, and then interview people that have inspired me or that have neat stories to tell. I have several podcasts ready. Um, One is on different types of intelligence and how we need to recognize our strong and weak points and don't feel like we have to be great at everything. And I have one ready to go on working mothers and the challenges of balancing a job and a family and one about just motherhood in general and, you know, some of the mistakes and funny stories about mothering and I have one on mentoring Mm -hmm. ready about how we can sort of lead and support and develop other people and invest in other people and encourage other people And I have a hospice nurse who I interviewed about her experience sitting with 75 people as they were dying and some of what she's learned about the process, end of life issues. And so hopefully there will be sort of a variety. Yeah. Like there'll be some discussions and interviews where I'm asking people to share their input and their two cents worth and their story and really inspiring stories that bring a topic to life. 
Mm-hmm. And I am very aware of trying to make things not boring and interesting. Mm-hmm. And I've already been told by a couple people who either know about podcasts or know me, like try to make your personality like 10% more fun and bubbly <laughs> on the, on the microphone. And I'm like, okay, so reading between the lines, I sounded a little boring. And, um, and then of course a friend who, an old friend who knows what a goofball I am. It's like, you need to be more silly. And like, that's a big part of who you are. And I think that'll come. Yeah. I think that'll come out as people get to know you and the more you do it. And, um, well, I mean, I really think, I think this is going to be good for you. And, um, I'm really proud that you've finally done something that you've wanted to do. I mean, I know you've wanted Mm -hmm. to do a book for a long time and this is kind of playing the second fiddle to that, but, um, yeah, I hope, I hope this works for you because I mean I know what type of lassie you are. You're you're really a caring person. You want to help people, and this is a really good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope it's successful. And if it's really successful, then you're going to need to hire somebody else to do all those <laughs> emails and all that, you know, because I would still like to see my wife. Yes, I know, and and that is an important piece. Is you know, I don't want to stop doing counseling, one-on-one counseling or couples counseling or family counseling. I really love to do more groups. So I am not hoping that this podcast erases my time to where. Sure. So, and that's one reason I'm not going to be super polished and zipped up. I mean, my little descriptions, like those finishing touches for one, they stress me out and they take a lot of extra time. I am happy to crank out interviews and talks, but all those little details and technology, that is not my forte. So you're going to leave all the noises in? Yeah, probably. Unless they're really bad noises. But bodily noises. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that just lets people know who you are. Yeah. No, it's just, it's real. I mean, it's real life. And, Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, so I, I hope that this is helpful and educational and interesting and, Maybe gives people a head start on understanding themselves or healing or knowing what counseling's about, having the courage to go to counseling, um, even de-stigmatizing or explaining some of their experiences. You know, we were talking mm-hmm. yesterday about people who have these common obsessive thoughts, which are defined as intrusive and unwanted thoughts. And they are riddled with guilt and shame and they feel like something's terribly wrong with them. And to get it out there that, you know, 85% of people um, probably have these intrusive, unwanted thoughts that just pop into your head. Those are common. That doesn't mean that you're about to hurt someone or do something. Yeah. And, and there, I have seen people who were distraught and, you know, even one not so long back that was almost suicidal thinking I'm having these weird, inappropriate, unwanted thoughts and, Maybe I need to kill myself. And it's like, oh, my goodness. No, these are normal, intrusive thoughts. And I showed yeah. her a list of them and she was so relieved, you know. So even just things like that to get the word out there to more people in case they never have the courage to tell someone that they're having right. these thoughts. Hmm. I wonder if that's maybe something to do with something that's happened in earlier earlier in their life or something, you know, like. Well, think about hurting like someone. Brain, well, it's like the brain impulse of like if you saw a $50 bill sitting on the sidewalk and, you know, you think, oh, I could take that. That's just a natural 
impulse or, mm-hmm. you know, I always tell clients I have, if someone gets I think really, everyone would have that impulse. Though, yeah. Right? Yeah. We're right. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of these intrusive thoughts are just impulses and they're, they're just things that pop into your head. Right. And the one that I have a lot, if someone gets like kind of close to me at a wedding or something and I have a fork in my hand, I'm like, what if I accidentally <laughs> stab them with my fork or or a pen? And it's like, I I know not to make anything of that. It's just because they're so close. I'm thinking, I hope I don't suddenly flail. And, you know, well, when have I flailed and like I've never my seen hands? you flailing like that, no. <laughs> but it's an intrusive, unwanted thought. Mm-hmm. And so- the very definition is like, you don't want to do that. You don't want to think that, but it's natural. Right. So, so yeah. I, well, kind of a tangent again. But. I'm glad. I'm glad that you finally, <coughs> we can edit this out. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but the way that I kind of describe this situation that we're in right now, me sitting with you, and I enjoy this. This is, this is I've never spoken front of the speaker, you know, this microphone did anything like this before. And um, I'm just glad that, you know, Beth's been standing on the edge of the pool all this time and I'm going to kick her in. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're going to post this and uh, please believe it's going to be perfect. Yes. I kind of edit. I've been starting to learn how to become this, you know, edit engineer, or whatever, doing all these little things, and, and I, that's just not me. So we're just going to launch it and be done with it. Yep. And and to me, almost anything we do has learning value. And one of the things with all this is my ADD. Um, sometimes people call it attention deficit disorder, and they leave out the hyperactivity part, which again is a topic for another day, but. With that, one of the traits of that is not finishing the final parts of a project, starting things and not finishing them, starting books and not finishing them. The final details, just you don't ever finish them. And that's where I've been. I've been sort of stuck for about two months Mm -hmm. with the final details being wrapped up and you're helping push me into that. But what I hope that people learn from even this process that I'm going through is that even though this podcast is not going to be perfect and I'm not perfect, I still believe I have something to contribute. And that's what I hope everyone sees in themselves. Like just get started, you know, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect. You have weaknesses, well, of course. No, no. Knowing that it's not going to be perfect is much easier. Just like, you know, yeah, if you think it has to be perfect. If you think it's going to be perfect, you're never going to get it done. Yeah, and that's what thing I've been saying is I would rather do 100 imperfect podcasts than 10 almost perfect ones. Right. You know, and they can still be helpful. So um, anyway, um, any more questions that you have? Oh, gosh, man, you're kidding. I've got a bunch. I've got <laughs> so many questions for you. <laughs> Well, that's probably a good enough introduction. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being such a supportive husband, even though you're not perfect. Um, You have been very supportive, and I really appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm perfect (laughs) and more perfect than most, though, right? I think you're more perfect than I think you are. Awesome. Or you think you're more perfect. Well, I I do. I believe in myself, so... (laughs) 
That's a star, at least. <laughs> and, and I don't believe in myself all the time. I mean, I, I've, I procrastinate too. So I'm standing on the edge of the pool also, mm. waiting on my lovely wife to come and kick me in. Mm, okay. Um, with some things that I'm doing. Okay. But anyway, I think we were all in that position. And, mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad we finally got this done and we can move forward. And it's good enough. It is good enough. It's awesome. This is great. It's been really, really enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Everyone, realize you're perfect. <laughs>